What were you told in terms of how to succeed, how to have a good life, how to be a good person? Get married at 21, they told you that? Oh, I mean, whether it's 21 or it's basically like, the attitude is run around and be a boy for a while and then find a girl, settle down. If you want, you can marry. Welcome to the Natural Lifestyles Podcast with your hosts, James Marshall and Liam McRae, where we will be diving deep into the issues of modern masculinity, seduction, dating, lifestyle design, sexuality, psychedelics, you name it. This is the Natural Lifestyles Podcast. What I want to discuss with you guys today is a big concept, which is essentially unplugging from the matrix. And what does that mean? It means, well, it means many things depending on what metric you're basing that on. And I want to briefly, in about an hour's time, try and skim through a whole range of metrics that you may wish to unplug from and to try and convince you that that's a good idea because as uh, comforting and comfortable as it can be to follow the status quo and to do more or less what you're told, the costs can be drastic, which I'm sure many of you are aware of, guys who have possibly followed their duties to certain points in their life and then recognised that it was no longer serving them. I want to talk to you guys about alternatives. So I get asked quite often by guys, they write into me all the time and they're like, okay, so I'm just about to start doing this computer science degree or I'm just about to buy into my father's business or I'm just about to commit myself to something very long-term and pretty heavy. Should I do that? Yeah. Or what should I go and study at uni if I want to have a fun life? And I'm not necessarily the best careers advisor in the sense that I never finished university. I tried a couple of times. I had a bit of fun. I didn't quite finish it. Uh, I never in my life worked for anyone else for longer than a, a small period of time for a project. And I spent the vast amount of my 20s, especially, working on my own personal pursuits. But that's precisely why people come and talk to me about this. Because there is a sense, I believe, in our generation, and I know we're a mixed generation between Generation Xs and Millennials, and oh, have we reached Generation Z yet? Is this dude just like, I think I'm a Generation Z? Okay, good. <laughs> We're intergenerational, but we come from primarily from a background of the baby boomers, right? So we, have, we come from a generation, we're brought up by a generation that viewed life in very specific ways and had strategies for success that made sense for that time period and that they have then tried to drum into us as being obviously the things that we should do now. And times have changed. So anyone want to throw out some of the ideas of your parents in brief, just like, I don't want to get in too deep into your childhood issues now, but what were you told in terms of how to succeed, how to have a good life, how to be a good person? Get married at 21, they told you that? Oh, I mean, whether it's 21 or it's basically like, the attitude is run around and be a boy for a while and then find a girl, settle down. If you want, you can marry. No one got that. No one listens to Cat Stevens, okay? What else? Get a job. And it's kind of often just there, isn't it? It's like, get a job. Yeah. Even that's in the song, right? Get a job, settle down, yeah. Okay, get a job. What kind of job? A high paying one at all costs. Doesn't matter what it is. Doesn't matter what the lifestyle deficit cost is. Yep. Secure and stable. Secure and stable. Yep, excellent. <laughs> who, here, who here has got a secure and stable job? <laughs> As long as dudes keep needing pussy, I guess I'm, I'm in the game, right? I guess it's kind of recession-proof. Even when the shit's really crashing down, people still want to have a good time. We'll see. In the apocalypse, will dating coaches be necessary? Okay, what else were you told? Study hard. Yeah. Study hard. Yep. Get a, get a degree. Okay, this, is, this, this was essentially 
the premise and the promise of previous, our previous generation because it made sense. Post-World War II, in many places in the world, there was massive economic boom, there wasn't enough people, and it made sense that if you, unless you came from extreme privilege, you're a normal person coming from working class, middle class, or whatever, that working hard, studying hard, getting a stable and secure job in a local firm that was gonna stick around, and starting a family very young. I've thought about this for now a decade. Like when I was, when my dad was my age, he had two kids and now it's like when he was my age, he had six and it was like, I'm either doing something really wrong or really right. So this ideology made sense and it was functional, right? Would you guys agree in the sense that many of your parents, my parents included, followed that route and some of them did it better than others and some of them uh, had different logistical or demographic or in uh, geographical advantages and, and then you rose or fell depending on your work and your merit essentially. And that's what has been drummed into our generation as well because it made sense for our parents. But things have drastically changed. Now I'm not saying that that is impossible. Of course it's possible. There are definitely industries where uh, such as anyone who's here engineering, IT, finance, white collar, Okay, so there's definitely areas that still exist where if you are smart, you work hard, you study hard, and you position yourself in the correct type of workplace, that you can succeed on one or two metrics, which are money, yeah, essentially a title, a position. What's that? Expectations? Of what? That's part of the strings that attach us to this. But like, this is where what I'm looking at is, okay, what are the metrics of, of success? What do you get out of living that life? Okay, so for some people it's absolutely ideal. Some people are suited to be in the military. I definitely wasn't. They kicked me out of there pretty fast. You know, some people thrive in environments that are corporate environments or in technical environments or, or environments where their work, their function is the primary thing. They live for their work because it is their passion and their drive, they love it, they love the people that they work with. They can climb within that structure effectively and it works for them. And I'm sure there's guys in this room who are on that, on, on that path or have taken that path. So I have to be careful, obviously, being the uh, maverick, you know, dropout musician, pickup dude, to be a bit wary of like, what's the life advice that I give to people? Which is why when guys say, should I, you know, quit university and just like hit the road and like see what happens? Inside I'm screaming, oh yes, do that, <laughs> definitely do that. But it has to be offset with with certain realities. However, there is a lot more flexibility in your reality than that old school philosophies would suggest. Because who was told at some point, if you don't go to university straight out of high school, if you don't you know, find a secure, stable job, if you don't get a woman while you're still in your early 20s, that there are going to be dire consequences. I was certainly told that. What were you told? What was going to happen? Failure. Die alone. Oh, the shame of the family. Oh, that's a harsh one. Yeah, he's not even smiling. He's like, oh, that was serious. All right. Yep. Uh, and that's, I mean, that is definitely, we're, we're going to be starting to look at, okay, how do we unplug from the matrix? And I'm, I'm going to be talking to you guys about some of the lifestyle design aspects of that. People who are interested in or curious about or planning to or about to step outside of that lane that was allocated to them in order to try and carve out a different path. And I, I, don't, I don't know if I'm going to disappoint you, but I'm not going to talk about seduction much this weekend. In the Q&As, as much as you want. Just fucking lay it on me. Whatever you want to know. But for me, at this phase in my life, I'm so much less interested in that. And because it's my show, I'm going to talk about what I want. And so 
I'm going to talk about, and then if you don't like it, don't come back next year. Um, I'm, go I'm going to be taking you guys on a bit of a thought journey on what are the other possibilities in life? What are the other metrics for success and happiness that perhaps you haven't thought about, or you've kind of just assumed that would sort of figure themselves out? Because in the old dream, the old American, Australian, European dream of work, work, you know, get a job, get a house, get a chick, get some small creatures that share your genes, uh, and then do that and do that, and then when you're 65, you can go to Miami for a couple of years and then die, and, and that's it. I mean, yeah, I'm looking forward. Who's looking forward to Miami? It's just like, oh, it's going to be so good. What year will that be? 20-something, 50-something? No, I'm, not, I'm older than that. That's soon for me, actually. I've, got, I've only got 20 more years. Okay, so if we want to look at lifestyle design, which is essentially the theme of my, my talks, both of them, and overall, this company, and it has always, he's like, yes, lifestyle design, I love that shit. Uh, it has always been the message of this company. We started out as two dudes trying to get paid to get laid to go out and pick up some chicks, but very quickly with the addition of all the different coaches, and particularly because we didn't just learn how to get good with girls and then go back to our nine to five jobs and have that on the side. All of us in our crew and our extended crews, which now extend into really bizarre networks across the globe from the most highbrow blue blood to the lowest and weirdest, that constantly throughout the last 10 years of running this show, we have been working on our individual and our group and then our intergroup lifestyles. And the truth is that the leverage and pleasure and advantages that you get out of that dwarf anything you can do from just learning to cold approach girls in the street. However, you must learn how to cold approach girls in the street. Yeah. Because there are the people who've worked solely on lifestyle design, but they don't actually know how to go and in, in, uh, engage and draw people into your reality. Right? So essentially, if I want to give you the most powerful formula for social success, it is the ability to be excellent, or at least competent, at cold approach, and to be able to build, enter, and then negotiate between high-value social groups. And that doesn't mean, like when, whenever I hear those words, who, when you hear high, let's say high status social group, what do you think? Social money. Okay, so everyone's just like money, wealth, coin, gold. Cool guys. Cool guys. Okay, so now we're starting to get some other ideas about what it might mean to, to be involved in high status or high, high return on investment social circles. Yeah, there are some that are so exclusive that you need an invitation from the Pope to get, get into it. I went to one of those... A few days ago, I was in Mexico at the wedding of a European royal, not the royal wedding, not that one, the other royal wedding I was at, where because of my networking abilities and my seductive abilities and all of the stuff I'm going to explain to you guys in as much detail as I can in a very short amount of time, was brought in at a top level into a very, very exclusive social world where you, where you are rubbing shoulders with people who essentially run the planet. And the... It's one thing to be, to be allowed into that, to be invited in as some kind of guest, but it's another thing to be able to navigate within it and to actually make it have returns in your life other than that I went to that weird event or that crazy thing or I can't believe that person took me to that thing once. Right? So if you're interested in starting to look at your city, your country, your continent, which in Europe is just this one city for me, right? I just think of this, Europe is one big city, and then I go over to America, and that's a bunch of more one big city, starting to think on a global, on an international level with your social world, with your social matrix that you 
navigate through, is not only possible, it is, in my opinion, far less risky than and has the opportunity for far more success than the old school models that you're brought up with. Thanks so much for listening to the Natural Lifestyles Podcast. Check us out on YouTube at The Natural TV. See you on the next episode.